0: hey evan hey so i wanted to re-record or record a special intro together because We haven't done a design doc in a while. Yeah. This is what happens when we're working on a project and like putting all of our all into it.
1: Well, especially at the end when it's just, we're just putting our heads down and grinding to get it done.
0: Yeah. But like the end takes a really long time for us. The end just
1: keeps going (laughs) and going.
0: And so this episode is going to be an example of that because we recorded this back in, this episode we recorded in April or May, and I think we had just sent the final rules of Questlandia to our editor, like in right. in a Google Doc. And it was this celebratory, celebratory episode. Yeah. Uh, you haven't listened to it for a while. I have because I edited it. Yeah, edited. it. <laughs> I'm really struggling. Editing. Celebratory edited it, and I. Initially I had edited did, I, had, <laughs> I had I had edited this episode months ago and decided to scrap it. Right. I was like yeah. this episode's funky.
1: I remember the flood of shame that washed over yeah.
0: me. <laughs> well, no, it shouldn't have washed over you cuz it was it was all me. I was like having some weird energy in the episode.
1: You made a lot of uh, like food metaphors, right? yeah, but
0: it's like they're not like metaphors that make sense.
1: Just so surreal food metaphors,
0: yeah. And then I was like laughing about them, and then when I listened back to it, you were like,
1: eh. <laughs> I was not quite, not quite <laughs> and on I board." I felt really embarrassed,
0: <laughs> and like it was like very reasonably not on board because I wasn't on board either when I re-listened. I was like, <laughs> "What is going on with me?"
1: Do you think you were just Hungry?
0: I think I was hungry. (laughs) 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 But there's, like, no excuse. Like, I can't... Re-listening, I'm, like, cringing to... I'm just, like, cringing at myself re-listening. Like, I'm talking about Questlandia. There's this one part in particular where I'm, like... It just makes no sense. I'm like, yeah, we finished Questlandia. And now, like, I don't even care if it's good or not. It's just, you know, take your medicine. We're just going to be giving people their medicine. And your medicine's Questlandia. And Questlandia's a little bit unhealthy like tater tots and a little (laughs) healthy like salad. And you're just like, "Ah, get me out of here. (laughs) And so I had decided to scrap the episode. I was like, this episode is weird. Um but then when I was re-listening, right, now we've reached this point again where we're sending Questlandia back to our editor. Right. Post layout. And this episode has become a little bit of like a weird slice of history because in the episode we're talking about how we think we're maybe gonna be on time. Yeah. Delivering Questlandia to backers.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we'll probably have a whole other episode to talk about what the last few months have been like yeah but you know in short we we're weren't not, done we're not done we time. did some more reading through <laughs> the book and came up with a whole bunch of changes and improvements we wanted to make
0: yeah so that i mean yeah we'll have a lot to say in the next episode but i was i was fascinated with our previous selves because i could see listening back to it why we did think we would be on time yeah like, it was in a pretty good state and then we laid out the book. And as we were laying out the book, it's such a different experience, like laying out and being like, wow, wait, is this really the right flow of information? Right. Uh, and that's taken us sort of months to reconcile, reconcile, rectify.
1: I'll keep up the momentum and say, yeah, I think we're real close to being done. <laughs> like so- one month. <laughs>
0: So let's see, if we recorded that episode and it's May, it was May or April then, and now it's September. So we should have another episode then out in like four or five months about how we're, <laughs> su- we're really close. <laughs> no, I really think that, you know, knock on wood, but like the book is laid out.
1: I have like a... I'm
0: a little superstitious <laughs> though.
1: The amount of times that I have said to myself or others, I think we're about two weeks out has made it so that phrase feels deeply cursed to me. (laughs) So I'm going to say we're like three weeks out.
0: I'm going to just agree with you because at some point that phrase has to be true.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Like statistically A broken clock. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. We were going to record this intro regardless because that episode was so... It was from so long ago that the it might be confusing to people. And then also it just needed some
1: You wanted to inoculate people. Yeah. <laughs> against the tater tots medicine.
0: Even as of this morning, I was like, well, maybe we should scrap it. But it's just it's been so long since we've had a design doc and I think it actually might be an interesting precursor to the episode that comes next yeah just like that's so funny that we thought we were just a few weeks out and that was uh-huh. a the while. best joke <laughs> in being... game
1: development
0: <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to say i know you haven't heard the episode in a long time but well, I think i'm you sorry want to
1: that say. my reaction was like a oh, nervous no. <laughs> laughter like i should be better at just no. being like
0: knowing when to I, run <laughs> i
1: don't understand <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's okay.
1: <laughs> we're all going to be okay. We're
0: all going to be okay.
1: So, would you say this is like a bonus episode, not required listening for the canon only design doc <laughs> listeners?
0: Yeah. Well, it's like in the canon, Questlandia already shipped. Oh, no, June. we're off canon yeah oh we slipped out i think it's of the like timeline. we're in like an alternate timeline right now everything from here on out is an alternate timeline all right so, so this episode's sort
1: of the branching off point
0: i think so yeah all
1: right so it kind of is required listening I think for was, true fans
0: i think so i think it's required listening for anybody who's like not gonna follow us into the, the metaverse that comes next oh this is
1: maybe where some people say goodbye I think so. They're gonna stick with us in our delusional state. Yeah, eating tater tots. <laughs>
0: eating tater tots. Oh my god! <laughs> what was I talking about? So anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little surreal. And our next episode, we'll talk more about Questlandia. It's so interesting because I mean, a, a lot of people then will have branched off and will have stayed in the Prime Universe by then. But right. like, our next episodes are gonna in some ways, come back. They're going to be closer to what this podcast was ever supposed to be about. Yeah. But in a new universe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which in All itself right. is what this podcast is yeah.
0: about. So. I, I think we stuck to this prompt then. Uh, anything else to say? Or should we just let let the people hear hear what there is to hear?
1: I will mention that here in this other universe... Well, Questlandia. This, is,
0: this is the main universe.
1: So here in this main universe, Questlandia still isn't out and is available to pre-order. Oh, no,
0: you're right. This is... Oh, shoot. I lost track of the that, universes. That's, that's the, the way... That's the risk. Yeah.
1: In whatever universe we're in, Questlandia is not out. You can pre-order it at TurtleBun.com. And, uh, you know, that's a cool thing to do. It, we we really notice when somebody places an order... We just talk to each other about it. <laughs> yeah. Our eyes sparkle.
0: Yeah, somebody placed a Noirlandia order yesterday. And what happens is, you know, we both get the notifications, but then we start the work day and then we'll say, Do you see what happened? <laughs> did
1: you know what <laughs> did somebody doing
0: Something? And then we're like And then we wind up for noticed. the big high five. <laughs> <laughs> but the high fives have to be a little bit quiet because they scare your cat.
1: Yeah. We we do a big wind-up yeah. and then a slow follow-through.
0: <laughs> wow, our intro has gotten as bad as the episode to come. So maybe we should... It, it
1: might be the problem is us.
0: <laughs> All right, let's just jettison people into it then. All right. See you soon. See, see you soon. Good luck. <laughs> so... Uh, this is like a kind of celebratory episode.
1: We're very happy. <laughs> We're very pleased.
0: <laughs> this is a kind of celebratory episode because we've finished another role playing game.
1: More or less. Sort
0: of. Yeah, I know you're right. Yeah. I guess it's like it's like a 75% celebration.
1: So specifically what we accomplished is finishing the text of the Questlandia new edition to the point where we can send it to our editor, which for us is like a pretty advanced point. Like, we've got to get it to a point where we don't see any issues. And then we send it to an editor to find everything we we missed. You yeah, know?
0: This was the first time we've done a second edition of something that we'd already made. And I think that we thought it was going to go a little bit easier than it did. like
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i i especially was was constantly being like we got to just leave the original intact and we're just gonna be you know like tightening screws explaining some extra stuff making some new diagrams
0: yeah it ended up
1: being a very thorough rewrite
0: it's a it's a pretty extensive rewrite and it's not even necessarily something where like I think anything would immediately stand out to anybody else. Like, we are as close to the book as you could possibly be, but we just found that it was really hard to like bring the voice of our past tense into the present.
1: Yeah, we wanted to have a different tone now. And we also wanted to be consistent. So it's like, if we change the tone of even a few sentences but that's where we want them to be then
0: the, yeah then the everything. whole rest
1: of the book gets dragged along yeah the new age
0: <laughs> and we were kind of i mean i guess this this was what the entire last episode was about but it was hard to find the tone because i think we found that the the first edition which was the first role-playing game that we made kind of went back and forth between a little like chatty and casual and overly familiar to also like overly formal. (laughs) Yeah. And we're like, let's strike a balance between those two. Like neither of these voices is the one that we want.
1: In our project updates, we've been showing off the massive to-do list that we created for this pass on the rules, which involved going through every section of the game and doing multiple passes over it. Updating the rules, updating the examples, creating a whole new set of examples that have like a running game narrative throughout the book. It, there were, there were multiple points in this process where it just felt like impossibly big. Yeah. Like I couldn't believe how much, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, there was, there were, how much effort was being put into it. A lot
0: of points where our to do list was just growing. Like we would have a, a work day and we would check some things off of the list. Like we would work through the whole day, check some things off of the list in terms of writing and editing, and then find that the number of things that we'd added to the list, like was bigger than the number of things that we managed to manage to check <laughs> off. And that felt a little bit demoralizing. Um, but yep. then suddenly we found ourselves in this position a number of weeks ago where everything was checked off that that we could do like we we were at 100% and passed it off to an editor and that's where it's been since then
1: huge relief congratulations
0: hey congratulations i know i think we can retire now
1: i i was i had my head stuck on a visual metaphor and oh. i missed that we retired that's we retired. great that we retired yeah
0: what was the visual metaphor that your head was stuck
1: on <laughs> oh i you know i was thinking of those those art pieces on the internet, you can find where you can zoom into the art piece. And as you're zooming in, there's like more and more to see.
0: Like a fractal? Different than a fractal.
1: Like a fractal, but there's also like specific, like zoom into a piece of art, interactive images. It just came to mind because it's like the final steps of this project felt like we were zooming in to little details. And those little details ended up being as big as everything else we had done. And then once they're big, they have their own details to zoom into. But then suddenly it's like, oh, wait, there's no more to zoom in. Checkmark. It's done.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, a little startling
1: <laughs> that it can actually be completed.
0: It is.
1: I mean, I guess we'll see what our editor we'll see. says. <laughs> yeah, there's always
0: more. <laughs> a professional always finds something. But we did just want to talk about some things like, you know, take a minute to celebrate having reached this point and talk about some things that we were happy about in this version. Correct?
1: (laughs) Oh, correct. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One positive thing that I want to say is that, you know, I, when I think about 2014, when we first made this game, it seems like so long ago and it being our first ever game, it being the first thing that we designed and laid out. I look at some of the old stuff and especially like the old character sheets that you made and I feel really uh, impressed with them. I'm like, "Oh, Evan's been a really good designer and artist for a long time and even if those things are changing, I'm I'm like appreciating our past selves." So, I wanted to say that. That's made me happy being like, "That's a dope character sheet."
1: Yeah, it does feel like we've been consistent In how much care we've put into these projects the whole time. Like, even when we were mere babies making our first game, there's a lot of love put into all the elements of it.
0: Yeah, like you can look at something now and say, oh, that feels a little sloppy or that wording is confusing or unfinished. But it was never because of lack of trying to make the absolute best thing that we could.
1: I feel like the pressure to live up to the standard set by 2014 us as I'm working on redesigning the, uh, all the printouts. It's like the originals had a simplicity. That was good. They're very readable. They had like a slight ornamentation. That's pretty. I want to bring all that and more to the new ones.
0: It's kind of weird. I feel like I care less and more at the same time making this new game. And I mean, like I care. Hmm. I'm trying to think about how to, how to express that without sounding like what, like I care less. I, I mean, when, when we made this first game, I just, I felt like so much was hanging on it being, good and i wanted to be like creative and talented and i wanted to make waves and i just wanted everybody to see questlandia i was like it's so special and now i don't feel that now i'm like it's just another freaking fucking role playing game take it take your take your medicine <laughs> it's questlandia it's a little bit of spinach it's a little bit of tater tots it's got some healthy and unhealthy I don't know. We're trying our best. <laughs> I think I should probably cut that out. I have no idea what any of that meant, but that's. Do you know what I mean? Caring more or less. Maybe that's. Maybe that's just also like a side effect of, of having actually stayed making role playing games for a number of years now, and and moving from this place of like, uh, output and like excited enthusiastic output to like. Sustainability, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> fast food to slow food or something. I'm just like, like shoving the metaphors in today, but it's like, <laughs> you I care. Hungry? <laughs> I actually get <laughs> I haven't eaten. You're right. It's like eleven o'clock, and I haven't eaten any breakfast yet. So yes, I think I'm. I'm like, we got our spinach, we got our tater tots. We're gonna have some eggs over easy. That's gonna be the table of contents. I think that the example text is like a little strawberry that's perfectly ripe. Um, I care so much. Like my standards are so high, and also I feel like. I have very little control over how anything I do is received. And so I'm just like, here's the here's the buffet. <laughs> All right, you have to cut in. You got to cut in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to cut in and save this.
1: When I think about that attitude of the first release of Questlandia, I feel like there was... A sort of question mark of just feeling like, how big is this game going to be? Like, how much of a wave?
0: Right, because there could were only like three role playing games then. You know, are we okay. going to be
1: like a part of the conversation of what a role playing game is?
0: And then the answer was no, and we could just move on with our lives.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I, it's not a hard no. It's just <laughs> sort of like a little, like yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. And that's been kind (laughs) of consistent, like where I guess I've settled into the mindset that the games that we release are not going to be blockbusters, but they're going to be appreciated. You know, they'll have like their own audience.
0: It was like what I was telling you the other day. I was was talking to Evan about this YouTuber uh, who's like, her name's Emma Chamberlain and she's made this a massive amount of success on YouTube at a super young age. And some people say her videos are boring and other people say they're lo fi. She's just like, here's me making eggs. I'm in bed. I have a cat. And I like, you know, I want to occupy that lo fi space. (laughs) Yeah. And just like, Oh yeah. Hannah and Evan, they're like, you know, watching, watching calm waters or something. They're lo fi. They just, they've just been here. For, since time immemorial.
1: <laughs> Releasing Public Guest 5 definitely had that energy for me. And it was just like, oh, had a dream that makes me think of a game. Let's pull it together, design it, test it, lay it out, release it in a couple days. That's like the energy I want to have with our stuff. It's just like, we just make it.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess there's nothing lo-fi about Questlandia updated edition but uh emotionally it's been a different experience than that first one there were a lot of tears in in that first one it was like a pretty intense experience and this has just been like we just we go to we just go to work every day now we just go to work and we work on Questlandia updated edition then we go home and by go home we don't really go far because we work in our homes but like we <laughs> mentally <laughs> We mentally go home.
1: <laughs> All right, we scoot our chair back. Yeah, take a breath, <laughs> scoot it back in, but I think, load up a different program. I don't know.
0: I think that's important. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about accomplishments today, I feel like that—that that actually that separation is a is a huge accomplishment.
1: I mean, that's. I completely agree. That was definitely an issue back then. The feeling of like the work chasing both of us into every moment of our lives yeah and i guess since working on good dog bad zombie and getting burnt we both have put up some pretty hard barriers of like
0: getting bit
1: getting bit
0: (laughs) we got bit
1: we've learned to appreciate having some separation from the work yeah and we're holding true to that and it feels so much healthier even if it's a little frustrating When things don't get done as quickly. Yeah. The quality of life has been much better.
0: (laughs) What are some other things in the, this version that you feel happy with?
1: And speaking as a person who, when we were first planning out this new edition, I was constantly saying, let's not change any rules. Let's be true to the original. Coming from that to now, looking at some of the more major rule changes we've introduced, I feel really proud of the rule changes. I think they're great. Yeah. I think they are uh, well integrated improvements that are still true to the original's ambition.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that really at this point, my only, my only like sense of sadness that we are in that we're in the, the calm waters and not the making waves is that there's a lot in this book that I'm proud of. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wish more people would see it. But also I think that we have this ability after to, we've always moved so quickly from project to project and we've never really had a chance to share what we've worked on because the minute a game comes out in the past, we've just jumped to the next one and we haven't like given time to Ride the slide of its long tail. Creepy. I don't know. I didn't like how <laughs> that, that sounded.
1: Let's get back to food.
0: Yeah. Slurp <laughs> the pasta. I mean, we haven't Slurp the had sp-
1: time to savor the taste.
0: Yeah. But um, I think, I mean, one thing that we want to do after this comes out is make some sort of supplementy things for it. We've had this <laughs> disagreement in the past where I say that I think it would be fun to have quick starts for Questlandia, like a little underwater one, or I don't know, this is a, this is Klebbin. We're clubbing. It's about a party world. Everybody's in a party all the time. This is horror. <laughs> and you've been like, oh, part of the magic of Questlandia, though, is that people do the world building themselves. And I'm like, not everybody wants to do that. So yeah. I feel like you've come around and we to draw
1: our swords.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we say to the pain. There was <laughs> there was this one time that I had a crush on somebody in high school. I think his name was Brian. And he asked if I wanted to hang out. And I was like, Yeah. And I asked what we were going to do, and he said, go to the movies. And I was like, oh, that's like a date thing. Okay, this is a date. So I wore some like, you know, casual movies, date clothes. And then when he picked me up, he was like, actually, we're going paintballing. And this was like in, you know, sort of rural Pennsylvania, ruralish southeastern Pennsylvania. And we drove out to this place that was like, you know, somebody's land that was this unofficial paintball spot And there were teams and a bunch of people there and they played to the pain. Like, so you just, you just played until you couldn't take getting shot with paintballs anymore. And it was like, not the best date I've ever been on. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I say that? I can't remember.
1: You're so, proposing that that's how we settle our differences from Yeah, to the
0: pain. I mean, yeah. maybe that's like also just what making... <laughs> I don't want making role-playing games to be playing to the pain, and I don't feel like that's what it is anymore. Um, but <laughs> so to get us back on track, you, I feel like you've come around to it a little bit, or at least have come around to the idea that there's little things that we can do to support Questlandia as a line and kind of... Get people excited about it and reel people back in instead of just having to have this single release where we try to bank everything on the day the game is publicly available.
1: That's true. I have. I feel like the intention to give this game the kind of attention and pushing and care post release that we haven't given to any of our games before. Is part of why we're even having this podcast episode. This idea of taking the time to actually appreciate what we just made and what it's accomplished and not immediately set our sights on the next thing. Yeah. Because I do think that this is a game that's worth attention, that merits some attention, that merits being seen by more people. So I guess part of going over what we like about the game. For me, it's like, it's the first step in preparing to talk about this game and to like, try to bring people into it and express why it's worth people's time, which I'm hoping is, you know, the major work of the months to come after its release.
0: Yeah, because I don't really feel like we're doing that in this episode. I'm just like, paintball tater tots. But...
1: That's all part of it. I think
0: that maybe it's That's why
1: somebody's going to play the new edition. Yeah. They're going to be like, I don't know why, but when I think of Questlandia, I get hungry.
0: (laughs) I think... To me, I just feel like this is sort of the the like cracking the knuckles, coming out of the cocoon a little bit. God, I just am like so there. I'm just jamming every single metaphor in today. I don't it's know. It's bugs why. now.
1: Now we're bugs. Yeah. <laughs> hungry bugs.
0: <laughs> We've been like the cicadas. Cicada.
1: I, I always say cicada. Cicada. I don't know if that's. I don't know what's right.
0: We've been like the cicadas. They don't care. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, we've been cooped up in a work hole.
0: We have been cooped up a little bit. I do feel like a little, I'm like, I forgot how to interact with the world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, A podcast is a weird way to come out because it's sort of like we are interacting with the world, but
0: like not really. But the world
1: is just silently (laughs) (laughs) observing us.
0: (laughs) I know. Um okay one thing that I am excited about that we've been doing this week is this week we've been playtesting the two person version of Questlandia which in making an updated edition one of our things that we wanted to do was explicitly make a make two player rules.
1: I'm excited about that because it feels like Questlandia is a good game for the sort of intimacy of having a two person game exploring a world together. But the rules didn't actually support that yeah it's not like you know there there was no punishment for people who attempted it but they were gonna have a weird game
0: <laughs> <laughs> to
1: the pain
0: <laughs> 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 um, yeah it's cool. I'm I'm excited to. We haven't actually started to play turns. We just set up. We just set up our kingdom a little bit. And we've also really been encouraging in the new version and in some of the rules rewrites we've done, like this sense of like don't don't try to be clever. Don't try to be creative. Just bring the things that you think are cool, like the simple stupid things you think are cool into this game. So what did you say? Oh, you were like this game should be medieval times.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted to do you know the stereotypical non-weird fantasy kingdom. Yeah. Like Oh, it's a castle.
0: Yeah. It's made of rock. Which is what, I There's mean. There's a king. <laughs> <laughs> and we spent so much time also in the original Questlandia trying to kind of like shirk that too, which I think is funny. We're like, this is weird fantasy. This isn't your Lord of the Rings boring fantasy. I'm not sure why why we felt like we needed to go so hard on that. But you said mm-hmm. you wanted it to be like, you know, sort of traditional air quotes fantasy. And I was like, oh, I really wanted there to be personal teleporters. And then we were like, why not both? (laughs) Uh So we're having this, like, we're jamming in this world of sort of ancient aliens. Um, It's fun.
1: Yeah, it just works. It just works to just take the first idea that's come into mind and let the spiciness come from how everybody's contributions mix.
0: I hope Nobody has to a, do
1: anything brilliant.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like we did a good enough job expressing that? Because now that I'm saying it out loud, I almost wish we'd been like, "Don't be smart. <laughs> Just don't be. Don't try to be smart. What's wrong with you? Don't be smart. Just leave say- your
1: brain <laughs> out the door."
0: <laughs> I hope that we did enough. So maybe when we when we are reading after the edits, we can see if we did a good enough job being like, "Don't don't be clever." Okay.
1: If you had a thought, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you got to play on raw instinct. <laughs> yeah. You need to be like an animal at the table.
0: Uh okay. What else? What else are you uh, feeling good and excited about? What's something to celebrate?
1: So, speaking of like integrated new rules, I said that weird. Integrated new rules. We made a sheet, a printout sheet for handling the scene resolution of Questlandia which it's almost wild to me that we didn't do this before like trying to communicate what goes on in Questlandia resolution just through text and a few diagrams, I'm kind of amazed anybody got it yeah (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs)
0: Because we have, I mean, I don't, I doubt everybody who's listening has played. So just to give like a very brief explainer, the resolution system of the game sort of uses this little dice matching mini game that's like you throw your dice into a pool against the opposition's dice, and then you're matching up your dice against theirs, um, and there's different rules around sort of which dice you put forward and then your dice link to narrative outcomes instead of two, you know, hit points or something. So sometimes you might want to win on a six against their three. Sometimes you might want to win on a five because those things mean different things for the story. And now we have a nice little template to do that. And that didn't exist before. Did I do a good job explaining it?
1: Yeah, I think that was good. All right. I mean, if you could bring some food into it, that might help sort of cement it.
0: You put your orange forward, and then you put...
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's a little bit of an oddity in that when you pair dice against each other, there's two meanings. There's the higher and lower meaning, like the higher number wins, the lower number loses. But then there's the specific meaning of what was that higher number exactly, if it was a three, you do this. If it was a five, you do that. If it was a six, tater tots.
0: Tater tots.
1: So that means that when you're matching dice together, you need to keep in mind the different meanings of each number and what it would mean if you win with it.
0: And did we really not have those printed anywhere before? Like you had to look in the book?
1: I mean, there are some printouts that were just like just every table from the book slapped into a printout. Yeah. So you could use that. But that's like I mean it's n- really no different than just, you know, photocopying. Yeah. A page in the book. It's like it didn't actually integrate into the process.
0: That's kind of amazing to me. It's like having a board game without the board or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. So now we have this printout where there's like actual slots. For you to put your dice in to show the different matchups and with the meanings of those printed right there beneath them, along with all the rules for how to re-roll or change your dice results. I think that's going to be a way better experience. I think it's going to be much more clear.
0: Yeah. And next week, here's one thing that I'm excited about. Next week, we're doing a play test with uh, a group of es- like essentially non non role players, um, and I'm very excited for that.
1: They're not going to be able to call themselves non role players after this session.
0: It's true. I, I always like that. You know, it's so often that people who don't play role-playing games are like, oh, I'm terrible. Like, I'm just going to be so terrible. I'm not going to know what I'm doing. And then they're just the best at it.
1: Hmm. I mean, it's really like you can't ask for a better play tester than somebody who's coming in without a whole bunch of previous experience to lean on, who doesn't find role-playing completely natural. Who isn't super comfortable like riffing and improvising.
0: Yeah. But
1: is instead going to be reliant on what you've provided. And then you really get to see like, okay, how much is what we've made facilitating this experience versus how much is this somebody who just, you know, you could just be like, where are tree people, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, like 400 years ago I was born in the Eastwood. <laughs> well,
0: right? I mean, we <laughs> and we we've, we've talked about this before because years ago we playtested Questlandia 2, which presumably was what this podcast was about was making Questlandia 2. And years ago with our role-playing group, we playtested it using some very gently modified versions of the Questlandia 1 rules. And we played a campaign game with two of our friends. And afterwards, I was like, that game's done. That was amazing. We told this awesome story of this alien society, and it, oh, it was so emotional, and I loved it. Um, <laughs> and afterwards, you were just like, Hannah, that game's not done. That was just, our friends are just really good at riffing. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a group of people where you can be like aliens go, (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. and they're like,
0: we can't communicate naturally, so we have to use this intermediary. Yeah,
1: I brought the pain. You brought
0: you brought the pain for sure. I know, and that one's that one has smarted for a few years, and that's why you know that's why we said four years ago or something that Questlandia Two was going to be done in a year, and it was actually our friend's fault for being so good at role playing.
1: So they're not. They they've been banished from playtesting. Yeah, they're not allowed to playtest anymore. No. Too good. Um, we get all the wrong ideas. Yeah, like our podcast could have been over.
0: It could have. It didn't even need to ever happen. That's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, having two people who have rarely, if ever, played role playing games is is a gift. Yeah. Then maybe that's what our next episode will be about. Oh, yeah, that went.
0: that'll be good. Yeah. Especially since one of the people explicitly sort of hates role-playing games. And yes, I feel very fortunate to, you know, have somebody in my life who can be like, I don't understand this. I think I might even hate it, but I am willing to support you. <laughs> <laughs> like if we can have a person who's like, this is like not my thing. Still Maybe have our next an-
1: episode should just be called To the Pain.
0: Oh that's really funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll see if we can special guest um, this person who and also, I okay, mean Okay, you
1: should bleep that out so it's not a spoiler for people.
0: Okay. <laughs> Wait, which part <laughs> am I bleeping out? The title. Oh. Yeah. Okay.
1: People are going to think I just I just like dropped a nasty swears <laughs> with the title. Should be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would never want, you know, I also, I totally respect somebody being like role playing games aren't for me, or this role playing game isn't for me this activity isn't for me, but I, I still do appreciate, you know, somebody who's willing to buy in for the sake of our play test. Who cares about us?
1: <laughs> Another thing to appreciate.
0: Yeah, yeah. we got
1: some good friends.
0: I know. We, we're really lucky. I, I think it's something that I often take for granted is that we just are surrounded by so many people over the years who have been willing to play test our terrible games. And I feel really grateful for that. What else should we talk about, Evan?
1: So, I mean, we've we've sort of talked around this a little bit. I'm excited for our next endeavor to be... Selling what we've already made instead of jumping into the next project. Yeah. You know, presumably like as indie creators with our own little store where we sell the stuff we've made, uh, selling stuff is a big part of our job. That's the part that I feel like we've been the most avoidant of. Like we, we want to just be making stuff, not so much selling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I and we've talked about this before too. I like I think that both of us are a little bit allergic to the hustle and I I especially have can get really sort of self-conscious about doing the hustle parts, feeling like I'm kind of not nailing the vibe or the tone of how to excitedly talk about something and then just crumpling into like yeah, not despair, but I guess maybe embarrassment of being like, oh God, I tried to tweet about our game, but I sound like such a tool. Oh, I don't want to do this. And I just don't care. Well, I do still care. I'm lying. I care, obviously, but it's time to just sell the games that we've made and to to engage in the hustle. <laughs> um I wanna have like all of the energy of a 23-year-old who just bought a bunch of NFTs, but like without <laughs> like like but without any of like like whatever sort of the moral
1: opposite is. Look at our apes.
0: Yeah, like I want that's that's the thing. I want to be able to go in with this like unself-conscious, almost slightly egotistical hustle culture and be like, look at our apes, except they're good. Because not, they're not NFTs.
1: We'll call them grapes.
0: Look at our grapes.
1: Wholesome, Look at edible them. fruits.
0: They're just like, and we can just be really proud of them and excited about them and act like they're going to be the next big hotness.
1: I mean, as much as both you and I dislike the practice of hustling, trying to sell our stuff, it's also a really sad feeling to not do that. And then just see the work that we've made kind of just disappear.
0: <laughs> Languish in obscurity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, the river of time just just
0: Oosh. washes it away. Yeah.
1: And now it's in the past. It's like, I think that all of our games could be enjoyed by many more people, but they're not going to discover them without some effort on our part. Yeah. And I guess there's always the feeling of like, anywhere that we talk about this game, we're going to be talking to some people who already know the game and have played it. Some people who know of the game and have already decided it's not for them, alongside some people who are just like, what's that? And the fear of being annoying (laughs) to those first two groups is very hard to break away from. I mean, because you know, we belong to those first two groups. We are we are the people who <laughs> have owned the, this game and played it, and are done with. Like, there's no question, no discovery for us. we just got to focus on the people who would love this game, but they've never heard of it, yeah. Or they've heard of it once or twice, and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, that Landia thing,
0: yeah. You know, and we've, I mean, we've said this so many times before also that years ago when we helped to run this like community center we had found that that literally 10 times was around the magic number of times that somebody had to hear about the space or hear about an event before coming to it like they just had to be like gently or not so gently like nudged, like you to be like okay it's game game night mondays game night mondays game night mondays and on the 10th time they'd be like i think i've heard of game night mondays or i've been meaning to come to game night monday and i just feel so embarrassed being like great here's the grapes here's the grapes eat the grapes we're stepping on the grapes they could be wine they could be raisins you love a raisin it's questlandia yum 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 i don't know Some people genuinely are really good at it and also have a good, (laughs) I died, and also have a really good, just like voice around it. And I'm okay admitting that I don't have the most natural hustle voice.
1: Well, that's, I think that's like what the next few months are going to be about. We're going to be finding our voice. Yeah. You know, it ties back into what you were saying about releasing supplements too, where it's like, I guess for me, part of the both appeal and the reason that I lean a little bit away from them is that it feels like it's confronting that awkwardness of talking about something that's already released. Wait, because, you... because saying just like, like check out Questlandia. We're saying it again. Check it out.
0: Oh, it's mean... a little
1: awkward compared yeah. to having a new thing where we're like, there's a new this for Questlandia. <laughs> yeah. And, on the one hand, it's like, that's great. It's great to have a reason to excitedly revisit this setting. But on the other hand, I feel like we could also be addressing that awkwardness directly. And just saying, like, no, we are going to restate it. Like, we don't need to have a new Questlandia thing to be able to talk about Questlandia again.
0: Yeah, that's Because a good we are point. talking
1: in ephemeral channels. Yeah right like it's like sending little paper boats down a river where it's just going to be glimpsed by a few people on the shore each time and it's if you do it a hundred times there's going to be overlap but there's going to be new people seeing it every time
0: yeah but then it's like if you do it a thousand times people are like you're polluting the river (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, you know, yeah. I feel like finding that balance is something that I've just been so anxious about for, for years now, as that this I have this fear of polluting the river. But it, I don't know, it'll be really good to get a, a new old game out. It feels right. And it feels right that it's coming at this moment where we're also going to be trying to figure out what Turtle Bun is. Over the past two years, we had this shift from make big things to turtle bun and moving into this new company. And we haven't really had, uh, what am I trying to say?
1: Um, That we're sort of revisiting like why we make art and how we want to talk about it and like what kind of creative collaboration this is. And we're starting to get those answers. And like, that's the energy we want to bring into this new, this new wave of trying to share what we've made.
0: Yeah. Good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so while the book is at the editor, we've been working on the layout and figuring out like what's the visual what's the visual impact of this book going to be? How are things going to look? And revisiting the artwork and thinking about how we're going to integrate old and new artwork in the book very excited for this work. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Like I'm just excited for this to be a beautiful book. I love a beautiful book. It's part of the fun of making a thing.
0: Me too. And I'm a very ta- like tactile physical object person. I have trouble reading on a screen, so it's important to me to have a a book that feels good in your hand. I want the font to be really big. We're constantly going back and forth about the size of the font because I'm like this font has to be gigantic. Like there, I only want words
1: words per page
0: basically. And Evan's just like, (laughs) 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 but I think that, you know, there's a lot you can do with wide margins. So we're at least going to have some wide margins. Yeah. And we're running a little bit behind, which I'm, I feel, I don't even feel bad about it because uh, every single person that I know has COVID right now, and there's no baby formula in the stores. And like, I I don't want to fake that we're living in a world where we've moved on from a traumatic, ongoing life and health event that has shaped our country forever. Uh, uh-huh. And you know, if we're going to be a month late with Questlandia, because we are. Unable to find paper and groceries and bringing soup to friends. Well, like, obviously that is acceptable <laughs> as a trade-off. Yeah. And is that okay I to don't, say? I don't, is that oh, okay? yeah. Okay.
1: I don't know that we're even going to be late. No, that's true. That we might late actually we are be late. on time. We might just like cruise right into time. That's like, true. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, if we don't hit it exactly, like we were making our predictions – in the middle of a pandemic. Like, I think it's good that we were as close as we are proving to have been. Yeah. And in the meantime, it'll be a beautiful book.
0: It'll be a beautiful book. I know. I feel like I brought that down. Uh, let's end on an up note. Cause that was a real, I, I, I sunk this ship. <laughs> <laughs> I want to send another uh, happy paper boat down the river.
1: We've got a lot of metaphors this episode. I know. Huh? I'm not
0: sure what's wrong. I like. I. I actually think that probably I should have had breakfast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we need to get you in a boat and sail you over to a breakfast restaurant.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll. I'll end on a positive thing. Um, in our next episode, I guess we'll be talking about how those playtests went right
1: <laughs> i guess we'll yeah i guess we'll see what the tone is like there. okay cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll be dragging ourselves into the next episode I know. or skipping it oh no we'll that see. would be
0: too sad yeah i didn't even <laughs> think about the fact that maybe we, yeah. <laughs> if we don't do that it means they did not go so well or well or we just got bored and wanted to talk about something different which happens um is that is that it for today
1: i think that's it i mean i think that's
0: we're a little we're but, a little but, rusty. Sorry folks. Sorry heroes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that might have been a real bad time. We little, don't even know. Little, I mean, it's I, we, how do how do people talk?
0: We're a bit rusty.
1: What do people like to hear?
0: Uh, talking. Uh so it's yeah, <laughs> if you want to say words back to us,
1: <laughs> you want to cook breakfast.
0: You can do so at Design Doc Pod. <laughs> <laughs> at gmail.com send me i don't know like a, a gif of an egg or something uh how else <laughs> how else do people get in touch with us design doc pod on twitter
1: that's right sometimes they leave reviews on itunes
0: it's really nice when people leave reviews i feel like i don't want to tell people to leave reviews after this episode because i feel like this was kind of bad <laughs>
1: Yeah, wait for a good one or, or re-listen to an old good one. Don't
0: leave one right now. <laughs> like we've been, you know, I don't think we have any like four or three stars yet. And I don't, I mean, I can accept one, but like, you know, give us a little bit of grace. <laughs> okay, uh, thanks for listening. Wait, how, wait, how do we normally do the break, the mu- the music break, and then we say some stuff at the end? Just like that. Oh, okay. Bye.
1: We also have a Patreon at patreon.com/turtlebun. We're posting like early versions of the rules there, and lately we've started just recording like little 15-20 minute updates. About what we're up to and how we're feeling. So, I mean, Design Doc's already become a very casual podcast.
0: It's pretty casual. But if, you, <laughs>
1: but if you'd like to see how far we could go in terms of casualness, uh, check out our Patreon. Very casual things happen in there.
0: Well, well, so, but also not so casual things. Um, there's some pretty intense things like our... Our double episode about Ready Player One, which we've mentioned a few times, but it's really good. I'm very proud of it. And then upcoming, because I I have wanted to continue this experiment of engaging with the media that I've like shut out of my mind in the past that was popular. I have also a two part episode coming out with that. I recorded with my sister about Fifty Shades of Grey. I read the yeah, whole I'm book. I'm very excited yeah. for that. <laughs> I read the whole book. My sister did not read the book. I wouldn't make her do that. And then but then we both <laughs> we both watched the movie. So the book one will be coming out first and then the movie one after. And the movie one especially, I think, is is very good. It was very f- enjoyable. I, I wish she'd read the book because the energy of us talking about the movie together was just like Mwah.
1: So right now, yeah, the home for our in-depth media discussions seems to be the patreon maybe we've, we've talked about like possibly adapting these conversations for youtube at some point but we'll see that's a big project yeah so that's it for today thanks for listening <laughs> heroes
0: thanks for thanks for being this uh invisible connection to the outside world clearly it's sorely needed <laughs>